this week's episode of the award-winning, award-winning are you here for it podcast. Ninety thousand of listens. You say five hundred <laughs> subscribers on SoundCloud. We're we love you and thank you so much. I think we get like twenty-five. Okay, let you finish. Okay. This week's episode is brought to you by Invitations. Lana Del, come get these hands, Ray. Said, and I quote, I won't not fuck you the fuck up. And that was the clapback heard around the motherfucking world that nobody was expecting. And I am absolutely here for that bitch. I don't even know a Lana Del Rey song now, but I, I need to go find the goddamn catalog. Because if the bitch talks like that, I need to find the lyrical content behind it. I heard she used like a lot of trap beats. That's fine. So, and she cool. talks about depressing things. I'll get into it at some point. Um, yeah. But Lana Del Rey was not was not gonna fuck with um, whatever her name whatever is. Whatever her name was. <laughs> She's not memorable at this point. The only thing that's memorable is I will not not fuck you to fuck up. She said, you know the Eddie. Come through. I said, not the Eddie. <laughs> the mm. address, um, white lady. You gotta type the full word. <laughs> I don't... I, I really hope that um, it was like a black assistant that wrote that for her and oh. not really her. Okay. Because that would change it for me because I'm like, okay. Your sister wrote that. I just can't see Lana Del Rey writing that. But if she did, work. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. And of course, RonaldMatters.com. I am the Superman, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N, a.k.a. the Dominican God of tequila. Oh. B.K.A. the Super Saiyan Gay. I and like that one. I was thinking we should put like a Goku or something in the... <laughs> I was going to be like the I was going to watch the episode of Dragon Ball Z and then try to be just like a episode? gay Goku or something just one episode okay uh, look if he don't transform in by 20 minutes I'm going to be oh you don't watch none of the episodes he don't transform until like the last 5 minutes in none of the episodes oh uh, well we have a special guest this week reporting live from a secret location is the Brown Liquor Report's own Jazz Hands. Thank you. Jazz Hands. Thank you hey. for joining us. Thank you for having me. So, as you know, we are selfish bitches here at Here For A Podcast, and we don't typically have guest stars, but we have a Uh-oh. special one today. <laughs> we have a black, powerful, intelligent, gorgeous woman. Okay, all right. That is going to be giving her insights on all the things that we are talking about that are black, gay, and other we're going to show you the intersections that we all can get along yes. and that we all love each other. That sounded gay. <laughs> Jess, tell the people a little bit about yourself because um, we're going to do it horribly. Oh, my goodness. So, I am you one... You used to be a roommate with Cardi B. Y'all got into a fight. You told her she would not never be shit. First of all, Cardi B is also a Libra. She has... Oh. Her birthday is the day after mine. So if she and I were roommates, we'd still be living together <laughs> and twerking somewhere all over like New York City. I'm one third of the Brown Liquor Report podcast. Um, love it. We're here to hold your hands through the timelines that just plague your life with foolishness and fuckery. Um, with all the authority that Brown Liquor gives us. And we've been going strong for a little over 100 episodes. And we're loving it. Double work. These are um one of our peers and our godfathers of podcasting. <laughs> Thank you. And we love them so much. Um, we were on an episode a little while ago and had a great time. Please go check out Brown Liquor Report. It is amazing. If you thought the politics that we talked on this episode was giving you anything, uh-huh. wait till you get over to theirs. Yay! Yeah, because y'all are serious. <laughs> a little bit, but we out but the liquor we drink. 
during the course of our recording. Oh, we're going to be drinking the same type of liquor here. Not me. Somebody oh, was yes. choking on the chicken bone the other day. Y'all were talking about the, like, the way you eat that. He was eating chicken. He was scared for his fingers. I was like, girl, let, let that black man eat in peace. It's just like, <laughs> I don't want you to be like huddling in the corner. <laughs> Like eating chicken to the chicken point that, that your your fingers are in jeopardy. Chicken does that, especially when I have ranch or buffalo sauce. You mm. just turn it into gullum after that? Basically, my oh. pretty, my precious. Okay. <laughs> I don't want you doing that. Yikes. I want you to care about You do the same thing sucking dick though? Wow. Ooh. What's our icebreaker this week? <laughs> wow. If this oh, okay. if this the icebreaker, mm. then now I guess, I, I, <laughs> right. I guess nobody wants to answer that. Okay. That means that means yes. That FYI. means yes. Anyway. Um, the icebreaker this week is the year is coming to a close. 2018 has been a whirlwind year. We ain't got mm-hmm. but like two months left in this bitch. Mm. I got to renew my benefits at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. If you had to pick a Beyonce album that would summarize your 2018, what would you pick? Of all of the great what Beyonce kind of albums, jazz is this? go party. <laughs> You're our guest. First of all, oh, she about to she about to fuck it up. I know, right? Listen, don't ups- unsubscribe. She's not gonna be here. <laughs> she's not gonna be here next week. Um, I don't even know. Oh my god! You're <laughs> I don't even know her albums like that. Besides Lemonade, that was the first Beyonce, Beyonce <laughs> album I listened to from start to finish. First off, that was that was pointed. <laughs> that was very pointed, very and, and petty. Um, but that's we're gonna. Let, I would say Lemonade. Okay, we're gonna let Lemonade. You had a lot of niggas fuck over you this year. No, but <laughs> her creativity. Oh, the visuals. The visuals. Her creativity on that entire album, like it just seemed like she expanded and stretched, tried new things. Involves additional people in our projects that mm-hmm. really just everyone shone bright. So I would say Lemonade. Okay. How about yourself? I would say I am Sasha Fierce because 2018 has been a mess. It was a little slow over here. Then you got fast on this disc. Then your emotions change and you put the first disc back on. And then you, <laughs> your nigga break up with you. He ain't acting right. You put the second disc back in and go to Lemonade. I mean, to Single Ladies. Then you take that disc out and go to the, back to Satellites. And then Ave Maria. And then you put the other disc back in and you listen to the radio. Like, this. Mm, yeah, I, I, I love yeah. the place. I so need this multiple was discs. a two disc set. This is yes. a two disc set? Yes. Okay, yes, yes, duly yes. noted. Duly noted. <laughs> yes, yes. Back when people were doing the double, the T.I. versus Tip and all of that. <laughs> T.I. is still versus Tip right now. To be honest. Him and Kanye. You don't like T.I.? I like some things about T.I.'s music. I like watching his bulge in like... um, Oh, he has pretty teeth as well, yeah. Yeah. What's your Beyonce album of choice? Um, Mine would be B-Day. Because B-Day was like a beginning of the era that Beyonce said, I'm going to put my dick out here and you hoes are going to suck it. Oh my gosh. And so from there on... Yeah, mm-hmm. that was just a yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know you did the videos yeah. in ten days. Is yeah. that where I upgrade you and all that stuff came that, from? Yeah, okay. yeah. That's so that's been my that's been my 2018. Like I went, yeah, I went from a dangerously in love. Like I'm not sure what we're gonna do. I love that song, but that's we'll that's that. the album. <laughs> that's from that album. Yeah, yeah. It's the top track from that. We gonna fire her. I thought. Um, but. You know, going from dangerously in love to just being empowered and taking over shit uh-huh. um, has summarized my 2018 for me so far. Take the disc out. 
Yeah. We got to change this, like I said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just go full force. And I empower you guys to have a B-Day year as well. If you, Even if you haven't so far, you got two more months left in the year. Turn on fucking B-Day. Have B-Day be your fucking year. Um, the word of the day this week is proctitis. P-R-O. <laughs> That's all you got? <laughs> C. Uh-huh. <laughs> T. Uh-huh. Come on, tit. I-T. There you go, bow. I-S. Bow, look at God. Proctitis. I thought it was going to be a Y in there. I no. do too. I wanted to be like, could you please tell me the origin of the word? But I'm sorry. Carry on. Jess has a smart young child. I used to be in the spelling bee. Were you in any of the spelling bees as a child? I never made it out of the school. I went oh. to the Michigan State spelling bee, but not too known. Yeah. Really? Did you And do? I placed like fourth or third at some point. I was in like third grade through sixth grade. And I would always place like third or fourth. I would get really, what? really close. That's amazing. Bottoms always get real close before the top. Good day. But you, you, we shared the same. <laughs> <laughs> we be getting really close. And then he'd be like, oh. And now you got a mess on your stomach. I'm like, where's my waterfall? I would like to give you. I would like to squirt a little bit as well, sir. Wow. Um, proctitis is the inflammation of the lining of the rectum. The rectum is a muscular tube that's connected to the end of your colon. Proctitis can happen when you are doing too fucking much. Period. Um, I've seen people, um, talk about their diagnosis of proctitis and, like, glamorize it of, well, I, um, I was fleeting hard. No, girl, you were doing like when you had too a little much. puffy thing around the- That is a symptom of proctitis, okay. yes. Um, it's painful. Yeah, it's very, 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 very painful. painful. Yeah. It starts well, off if they're asking for more um sex, I don't think it hurts. It don't sound like it hurts. No, the aftermath hurts. Okay. So while you're getting the things you're experiencing pleasure, but mm-hmm. after the things have gotten you, the next day mm-hmm. Not so pretty. So what do you have to do? Just rest it? Yeah, you got to rest it for two to three weeks. You got to go to the doctor, one, to verify that you don't need any medical intervention, like surgical Mm -hmm. stitching or anything like Mm -hmm. that. They'll give you a couple creams, and you have to sit your ass on a donut for two to three weeks. So, I say say that to say, moderation, children. Moderation. (laughs) All the dick is not for you all the time. Just take some of the dick some of the time. So if I get proctitis, can I call you to come like reapply the? I'm not doing no. Nope. Or what do you? What do they apply? How are you helping? <clears throat> I mean, we're friends. I'm expensive. <laughs> you see what I deal with, Jazz? I have to deal with this. I'm expensive. So, so give us your thoughts. I agree. I just like I'm clenching over here at the thought of how long you would have to wait. Don't clinch. That's that, 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 that doesn't help. Hurt. That doesn't help. That, that doesn't help. Don't clinch. Release, release, release. Use all your muscles. So is this like a hemorrhoid or something? Like no, a hemorrhoid mm. can be. I mean, I know hemorrhoid comes like straining and inflammation, yeah. but I'm thinking inflammation in that same like. They're, they're characterized differently. So with proctitis, your whole rectum is inflamed. Inflamed, not just with the, the hemorrhoids. It can be a little part of the inside that can come on the outside, mm-hmm. but the whole rectum is inflamed. You have put too much dick too many times. Into the same place. Don't be a hero. Don't, Don't be a hero. Right. Don't be a hero. Okay. That's great advice. I'm just saying. Like Thank you. Your whole rectum. Your whole rectum. Now you just got to sit down. 
Actually, you probably lay down. That might be more comfortable. <laughs> on your stomach. stomach. Lay down on your then, stomach. And then, now, you're back where you started. Ooh, hopefully. <laughs> Lord, mercy. Moderation, children. Moderation. Ooh. Hot topics. What's going on? Um, Before we get to there, oh. we're going to do our affirmation this week. Oh, my God. Um, being black and gay is a resume builder. Use your powers wisely. I see people um, often discount, you know, what they have experienced in the gay culture um, and not put it in their professional sphere. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times you can use that in your professional sphere. Like what I do, I do a lot of recruiting. I do a lot of marketing. Mm -hmm. And so I do that in my gay life. So I apply it to my regular life, which makes me money. So find those things that make you um, happy in your gay life and apply them to your professional life. And see if you can make money out of them. Do not be ashamed of your blackness or your gayness and using it as a resume builder. I think that that's really interesting because last week you was just um, advising the girls look, when these black companies call you and they don't have your deposit. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, 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 I still stand by I stand by have it and guarantee it. When you call, I oh, think I, you're. Cause you said that I was there. Well, you you said that I was. My name is Ed Brother Matters, and these girls need to respect me as a pioneer in the game. And I, da, 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 I think I'm rubbing off on you. <laughs> Bless your heart. <laughs> I think, Bless your heart. You, like, two no. weeks in a row, you've been real strong about. Uh, well, I keep the same energy. One. Um, same energy. At the Superman. Keep the same energy. Use it to build yourself professionally. But if them hoes ain't gonna pay you professionally, move the fuck on. I still say the same thing. I agree. Damn. Colorful commentary. I mean, I agree. I mean, you know, just the way that's framed, you know, I, I hate to sound like I'm ever coming down on black businesses, but I will hold white businesses to the same oh, yeah. standard. But unfortunately, I just haven't had to in the past. Unfortunately. Well, like some of them be fucking around too. Oh, I, I, I believe. But from my personal experience, unfortunately, when a white gay promoter or a white gay business hits me up, the deposit is there the next day. The black ones, I got to chase you down. I got to give you a reason why my deposit should be here. Um, what my contract says, unfortunately, I wish that this was not the story. I but would like just... to probably say, I would like to posit that some white businesses, when dealing with black entities or black um, professionals creatives. or okay. black creatives, try to get a lot of shit for free. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's a problem. I agree. But they're also so they won't they even offer. Friends. They won't even offer you... They won't even offer you the opportunity to to request a deposit. They'll just be like, "Of course you're going to give me that information for free. Of course you're going to talk to me about such and such." That's exactly that's exactly the point that I was making last week about the black gay business that I was working with. They were like, "Oh, well, just send me all the information over here," and I was I was like, "No, girl, that's my intellectual property. Yeah, I'm not like, sending you shit." Mm-mm. No. Who? I can send you my PayPal email address. For a deposit, what are we doing? And my routing number. <laughs> I can send you. Bank of uh, America will allow you, allow you with just the routing number. You don't need the account number, girl. Uh-oh. Uh <clears> oh. <throat> Hot topics this week. Uh, Lady Gaga is in mentions to play Ursula. Ursula in the Little Maid. Little the Mermaid. mermaid. <laughs> little, <laughs> the Little Maid. The Little Maid. Well, that's another like movie. Violet what Davis? the live production of it? The live production yeah. of Little Mermaid, and um. I've got, I've got, I've got proctitis just thinking about it. <laughs> um, he's not here for it. Okay. He's not here for it. Little Gaga is absolutely little amazing. Gaga. <laughs> 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 little Gaga, little maid. Lady Gaga and Little Gaga are amazing. 
And I'm sure that she did a great. Born was I'm great. sure she did great. I, I, I haven't seen what? it with Bradley Cooper. Yeah. yeah, it was good. I mean, she can sing, so. Ugh. I'm sure she was great. Was it like it. a love story? Yeah, between her and Bradley Cooper, she okay. uh, they met at a bar and she was on stage singing, and then he was like, "Oh, you should come with me on tour." Then, and then it just like blossoms you know, your and careers. Tits in your face every day. You like, I would like to touch those tits. And then so then they fell in love and blah blah blah. Tits will <laughs> some. So. Um so again so I So you're not feeling it? No. Not Fuck Lady no. Yaga's Ursula. People were saying Queen Latifah should do it. I don't even think Queen Latifah should do it. Oh, well. It needs to be a black drag queen. Shea Coulee. Nina Bonita Brown. A fat one. Latrice Royale. Oh well, my fave. I love Latrice Royale. Give somebody very fabulous. Yeah, give somebody an opportunity. Lady Gaga don't need no fucking opportunity. Lady Gaga can literally get any fucking movie role that they offer her. The Lady Gaga fans did um, give negative reviews to Venom, so people would be more apt to go see Stars Born, but it didn't work. All the more reason why she don't need number one. All the more reason why she don't need no more fucking opportunities. Uh She don't need no opportunities like this. Someone else bring someone else up. I do like from, Latrice. That's my girl. I do. I do like Latrice. And not necessarily, not necessarily that Latrice is in the gutter, but like no, bring her up from. She's performing like fashion rocks. And yeah, all those things. She's gone she needs, worldwide. She needs an opportunity. Latrice She's from highly great season. Oh shit! I don't know. Seven, I don't six, remember which season. Oh but the the I role knew. of Ursula belongs to a fat black drag queen. Period. And if we're not going to give it to a fact... Are you going to pick up on the period thing? Oh, my God. Y'all are so draining with that. Period. <laughs> yeah. Period. Well, like, in a discussion. Yeah. It's like, you change the subject after you say after period. You say that. So, just say comma then? Say something else. Um, I don't want to see anybody other than a fat black drag queen playing Ursula. Me. Semicolon. <laughs> Mariah... <That's> funny, <laughs> Me, I know. I was thinking like, who would I want to see um, um, play Ursula? And I had to stop and think. Whoopi. No, I well, not that Whoopi's a drag queen or anything like that. But like, Whoopi has the star power that they're looking for to put on the. She has the the range. She has the range. So uh, she has the range. I, I I could settle for it, but I, but again, like why would we slim down Ursula? Ursula is a big She's bitch. Voluptuous. Yeah. This is a big bitch. I need some some titties, some ass, some hips. There's a viral clip going around of this black woman, full figure, that's singing. Um, for Alex Noel. From- Ex- Alex Noel from Once Once on This Island. Yeah, she's singing that song. Um, yes, Mother, I was just looking it up. Mother, Mother will provide. Mama will provide. Yes. I retweeted that the other yes. day. Yes, no, no, it's okay. <laughs> but yeah, she would be really great at that. She's got a great voice. She's mm-hmm. got a great stage presence. I definitely don't want to see a lot of Lady Gaga do it. No, not at all. But I like your idea as well. Yeah. Yeah, Alex Noel Just from Glee. So if we can't get a black drag queen, then let's get Alex. And then we'll go, yeah. yeah but definitely be, not Lady Gaga. And then that she's was... she's also not like super young, which Ursula should be playing someone that's more mature. More age. mature because Little Mermaid is... Um, she's she's a, like a tween or teen yeah. or yeah. twenty at best. She needs a mentor, so Ursula is supposed to be <laughs> she, pretending to be her mentor. She's right? Of drinking age, at least of drinking age. Little Mermaid was of drinking age. I feel like she was. You watching the freeform? She was just drunk on. She was drunk on dick. That was the only thing Little Mermaid was drunk on. That's my least favorite. Disney well, do you movie. know the name of that show that came on freeform about the mermaids? 
and she oh when the mermaids were evil yeah no mermaids are always evil uh-oh. Except Little Mermaid. That's the only one. That's the only I one. Saying that. I wanted to be like, stop, stop. She's going to eat you. Oh, was it um, <laughs> Sirens? Yeah. yeah. Sirens. I, I was into it for a little bit, but uh, so much. On uh, not that much. Um, Mariah Carey. What she do? Is coming out with another album. And yeah. it's titled Caution. Lullabies. No, it's not. <laughs> Both Lullabies. of those titles are wrong. Go it's to sleep. titled E equal MC Triple. No. <laughs> you lie. I was going to say, what? No, no, what's, no. what's the, what's the, what's the third power? I don't even know. And you're bad at Cute. math. Cute. And you're bad at math on top Oh my of God. It's the third he equals power. MC Cute. Is that what you mean? Oh my God. Cool. Cool. I'm cautiously optimistic. Why? Um, because I liked the Get the Fuck Out song. Oh, you hated it the week that it was a song for my soul. Yeah. But then I explained it. Then you was like, please say this. So like, I listened twice. You have to get the fuck out. I really don't feel like Mariah Carey is interested or cares that I listen to her music. She's no, been so she she don't she don't she's care like, about mm, she's apathetic. What you just mean? me like mm. she is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the same way Hundreds when the guy was lifting her up on a uh, holiday special. She's like, yeah. I don't feel like if I was like, oh my god, Mariah Carey, I bought your new album. It's dope. She'd be like. I don't know you or something like that. And then I would just she would. be like, yeah. And I would just that like, that would be an honor <laughs> to be, Listen, to be shaded. Not, I would by... get on Periscope immediately. Bitch. Miraculous that you don't know me. Right. Do y'all see where I'm at? I'm outside in these streets. Right. In Vegas, the show just wrapped. I waited. Of all the girls. She, she don't know me. She just seemed like she's tired. Ooh. Like she Caution. seems like she's sleeping. Caution. I'm sorry. Time I love her. I love her. I like, Curly haired in oh, the fields. The beach Mariah. wave. Yeah. Oh, beach wave dancing in the fields. Mariah. That was Dream my song. Lover. Yeah, that was the song for my soul like two or three weeks ago, All Alone mm-hmm. by Mariah Carey. I, I love that Mariah. My all to have just oh my all is just you. And I think I probably stop around, honey. <gasps> is that bad? Yeah. No, I like, like I, Emancipation I, of Mimi was a We belong together. That's true. Um, that's don't true. forget about a moment. Us. But I mean Okay. The time between Honey and We Belong Together, we just gonna skip that part. Yeah, glitter. Oh, oh. <laughs> what the, the movie lim- release date was September the eleventh, two thousand one. The it had oh, that no, had nothing to do. with it it. Had, The movie was trash. It, it had it was not going to. America was going through something yeah, on that day. Very much true. Yeah, but even if it even was still. even if it was September 9th. <laughs> even if we weren't in mourning. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, Lamely. The Lamely is going to be upset. Ooh, that Lamely is going to be upset. Um, Solange, oh Solange Knowles is also coming out with music. A and, seat at the table. We've been sitting here, and now where are we going? We, we, she I want to be like a seat at the table too. I don't know what dinner it's is be. served. What's coming? We got food. She can now. give me a dinner roll at this point. I mean, a seat. Did you like a, a seat at the table? Yes. You didn't like it? Okay. It was fantastic. Yeah, I loved it. It was a little... Her choreography, though. Ooh. Very church liturgical dancing. No, sh- okay, you do- are doing your SZA moves. It was like... Yeah, that's how SZA dances as well. It was... I saw her at Broccoli City Fest when that album, had, like, shortly after it dropped. Okay. And um, it was very artistic. Yes. Yeah. I want the same this time because it's like fall. I want a Solange album in the fall. She can't give me no True. summer. She, she can't sound, give me no summer album. She can't. She, she sounds like hot cocoa. Hot cocoa with Kahlua. 
What's so does Kahlua have like alcohol in it? Yeah, yeah it's a liqueur. Okay. Like coffee, like just or Bailey. But you gonna shit like two hours after. I want to say, can I put that in my desk at work and pour it in my coffee? No, because with coffee it makes you go anyway. So no, you're definitely gonna shit two hours after for about two hours. <laughs> um, <laughs> what has Kahlua done to you? <laughs> Look, you got a lot, stories. A lot, a lot. Proctitis, <laughs> colon issues. It gave me Crohn's. I'm gave me, my proctitis. Gave me Crohn's disease. Uh, <laughs> Next in Hot Topics, uh, two emotionally damaged people have decided to not get married, um, and I'm absolutely here for it. Ooh. Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson called off their engagement. Speaking of Crohn's disease. Wow. He has Crohn's? <laughs> he, he does have Crohn's. Yeah, he does okay. have Crohn's. He famously has Crohn's. Yeah. Um, and I'm absolutely here for it because I don't think that two emotionally damaged people with mental disturbances going on both of them because a lot of people are just saying it's just pete davidson's mental shit i'm like mm-hmm. no she got a lot of mental shit going on this year as well mm-hmm. she was Is just he, like, at a... diagnosed and open about his um... um he's not open but i think there was a diagnosis because he's he did a couple stints and rehabs like who are we the, talking about pete davidson um what, what does he do Besides, He's a look com- like a Twilight comedian character on um, Saturday Night Live. Oh, like was he? On Twilight. Yeah, he does look like that. I was like, was he in Twilight? And then somebody was making fun of looking, saying that he had like um, a booty hole around his eyes. And then Ariana Grande tweeted back to them, "Yeah, he has How dare y'all make fun of somebody with an autoimmune disorder or something like right. that? And that's why his eyes look kind of like." pushed in his face and kind of brown mm-hmm. even though he's like pale it's kind of brown around his eyes yeah yeah but they they both way. have a lot of mental things that they need to resolve if, i think she's taking care of mac miller's dog since he died since they man out of people like why was she was spotted walking mac miller's dog also a problem so she what? she just but i don't know because there was a recent picture because you know like the girls on the internet you don't know if the picture recent or but she's dealing with his suicide. Yeah. So they were together for yes. X amount of years. Like and she years. just got with this other guy and got engaged within months. After three weeks of dating, they got engaged. Oh, I thought it was like at least two months. I thought it was like three weeks. It was, it, it was really a short re- it was time. Re- it don't matter. Either way, two weeks, three months. Her, her I'm last 24 one, and you were 27. Her last one just doing? killed himself. A lot of people blamed her for that. Incorrectly, Ridiculous. incorrectly, got my teeth groped. Got groped, got my fans killed. Well, she didn't get them, wow. get them killed. She didn't get them killed. I'm clarifying that. She's okay. had fans killed at a concert right outside of London. Happened to her. Very traumatic. Mm-hmm. She has had a lot of traumatic things that would complicate her mental stability right now. And being with someone else that is also mentally unstable and trying to move into a marriage ain't gonna work. It wasn't going to work in the long run. It's definitely not going to work in the short term. And so I'm here for it that they broke up. Um, if they get back together later, cool. But they both need to be seeking um, fixing themselves, repairing themselves, getting themselves better before moving into a relationship. And I think that it was an important issue because a lot of times we see that in gay culture. People be broke and don't try to fix themselves before getting involved into another relationship and break other people in the process. Oh, my God, Jess, help me. I mean, people do the beginnings of relationships pretty well. 
Yeah, because it's your representative. The, the, the beginnings, beginnings of relationships, of pretty well. well. I want to slap you with this iPad. <laughs> I'm just Quit saying. Quit telling my truth. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, it's good to put on uh, facades and airs for, for for a few months. Yeah. Mm. Especially when you have demanding schedules, which make it that you're, you know, seeing each, each other, other is infrequent. It's seeing so, each other less. like... Because he can put on his fucking person, his representative, if he only got to see you once a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't got to see the real Pete or the real... Mm-hmm. Jazz or the real Ron or the real Superman. If you only see him once a week, mm-hmm. if you see that nigga five times a week, you've been in his place, y'all spending the night and shit mm-hmm. like that. The real one's gonna show up at some point. Yeah, the so, clown is gonna come back to bite. That makes sense, and it you know it's they called it off. So I don't know. I thought Ariana Grande was super young. Um, I don't know how old she. I feel like I'm old enough to be her mother. Oh, my probably God. so. But either way, I just felt like you know. They moved quickly from what I heard. So them calling it off, probably for the best. Yeah, definitely for the best, especially at this She's point. 25. Yeah. Yeah. Especially at this point for both of them. <laughs> Fix yourselves, come back. She got his name tatted on his finger, her finger. Shut up. Yes. And oh, he has. 24. Yeah, and he really? has her name. So y'all can come back and do this he again. He got the Ariana Bundy ear tattooed behind his left ear. And last week he got that tattoo covered up with a heart. So it's not the Ariana Bunny ears anymore. So people were speculating once he got the tattoo covered up, what was going on? The shade. Stop, um, stop tatting on yourself. Yeah. The American Music Awards happened. Cardi looked fantastic. In the clips on Instagram, Cardi looked great. That's all I saw. Oh. I like the performance. I saw what people were saying when they said that it looked exactly like Nikki's the previous year. Creative directors are enthused by the little swirly thing. All right, cool. Yeah. It's not my it, fault. The creative director brought that to me. I agree to an extent, but when I'm like in an active beef with a bitch, I don't want that criticism at all. Like, listen, whatever you do for me, do not make it look like that bitches at all. So you I gotta want go. that I shade? need to be in the other direct. I need to be in the complete direct. You can. There's so many things you can do. That's with more research hours. So that means I gotta charge you more. I gotta charge you more because now I gotta go look at everything she's done since 2008 and not do the same thing that she. Do you know how many tours she's been on since 2008? Fine. Pay. I, I'm paying you a lot of money. Don't have me out here. Okay, well, all right. The I don't know what you're talking about that happened last year. All I know is Cardi B looked great this year. She did. She did. Um, and the performance. So whatever was, Nikki did was uninspiring to me in the sense I don't even recall it. Yeah, it's on the internet. It looks the same. <laughs> um, <laughs> what is it? Just spinning with a big dress? Yeah, they started off. Yeah, with the camera facing down at them, spinning yeah, and doing the first the lyrics of mm-hmm. uh, whatever song they were doing, either each of them, and then getting off and doing other great. Did things. Nikki speak Spanish? Ooh. She does speak Spanish. Talkie, talkie. Did she speak Spanish? <laughs> Not in that song. <laughs> That's wow. Fine. I'm um, Voter registration again this week. This is the deadline um, in this area. I'm not sure what it is in your area. Please Google what your voter registration deadlines are. It is extremely important for you to register to vote. You cannot show the fuck up in November to vote if you have not registered to vote. Mm. The black vote the gay vote is extremely, extremely important. Mm. Do not miss your chance to register to vote. If you have not registered to vote already, get online right now, Google it, call your uh, registration office, your local registration office, and get registered to vote. Vote.org. Vote.org. Yep. Check everything there. Absolutely. Um, next, scientists in China 
What they say? Have innovated a way <laughs> for same-sex mice to have babies. The future is here. What you mean? So I can get pregnant. Holding hands and possibly kissing, talking late on the telephone. How is this happening? <laughs> I got questions. What are the mice doing? Wait a second. What's happening? So the mice were in a the lab. These uh, real, real smart science scientists. <laughs> Um, had been doing like splicing and things of that nature and have figured out a way to um, impregnate a female and female couple and a male and male couple of mice. And no one did. You know how, remember on Jurassic Park? But also, no. <laughs> Where's on the Jurassic, baby carry though? Remember well, on Jurassic Park when they thought that because they had created all female dinosaurs, mm-hmm. there was no opportunity for re- uh, uh procreation right. but then they remembered that they had spliced the dinosaur dna with Birds frog dna and, and some frogs um fl- uh in same sex environments will transform sex yes and become male convert they'll be what? born female and that's how they figured out that the that the dinosaurs were you watched um, all the jurassic park movies and didn't remember when they found the eggs yeah Yes. So I'm just wondering, like, is was there something like that? And this is like the first no. part. So just no, check. they they explored it in the subsequent. In this, in the one that just um, yeah. yeah. So no, that make my hair hurt. Oh my so God. no, no, the sexes didn't change. They just <laughs> implanted the embryos into the different implanted mice. Implanted where into the mice? That's what my question is. So where is the egg being held and developed? Where is it being carried? In the same place. I in mean, it doesn't like necessarily in the, in the mice you because I don't have yeah. a. Are they just putting it in, in my um, lower intestine? I mean, my <laughs> small one? Or are they putting it in my colon? Where, if they were going to put the egg in me, where would it go? Yeah. In my proctitis? <laughs> wow. <laughs> where is it going to go? Like, where's she, y'all got I got questions. I mean, I just well, if you would imagine. like to know, you can take a trip to China to go see these mice. But the story was broke on Gay Star News. Wow. Scientists broke boundaries in reproductive science with a study where baby mice were born to same-sex parents for the first time. Babies were born. Oh, they to the same. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, though in its early stages, the female and female mouse mouse couple produced mice that lived long enough to also reproduce. The male mice's <laughs> offspring. Feel like we are winning. <laughs> Listening to the gospel. <laughs> All the pearls were clutched. Um, the male mice's offspring only lived for 48 hours for now. Okay. Um, they're still doing trials. No, I don't see this leaping into our generation right now, but it is a step. It's a step that we have been speculating for a long time that wow. these people are going to be cooking up shit. And before you know it, they're going to be doing it. And they're doing it. Right now in 2018. Um, the... <laughs> no, this is the suburbs. This takes a lot of money. They call the lab the ghetto. This IVF. It worked. Um, the first trials for antiretroviral medications were done with the same type of mice, which gives me a little bit of hope because we see where the antiretroviral medications have come 50 years later and being something that's extremely streamlined, extremely uh, popular and important in 2018. Mm-hmm. And they're doing the same thing now. So if we just fast forward 50 years, just like back when they were doing the antiretroviral tests on the mice, we can see that they actually can make progress with these type of things. So I'm hopeful. I thought it was a good, good news article. I'm not, um, putting in a waiver to get pregnant with the mice shit anytime soon. But again, it's a a step in a, a direction. 
I'm not sure the right or wrong, but other. I'm here for it. Yeah, you are. I'm here for it. I'm um I I can't I'm still trying to <laughs> go over like freshman biology and figure out like how this happens like I want to read the study but also a lot of times when they do certain experiments the way that the offspring dies so quickly like you got I just I I want to read up about that yeah yeah um we'll include the link below for everyone that wants to read and below as how well how am I getting pregnant. <laughs> Cause I need to know. It's like in vitro fertilization. If I'm out here with like you know, and I have a girls trip, and we all in the same hotel room, and I'm like, you need share bed, share bed, and then I wake up and I'm like, ah, then what? What's happened? There? First off, that happens on many a girls trip. <laughs> don't call. They get pregnant, wake up, and like, oh, right. <laughs> I don't know what happened last night, but my inside of my leg is wet. <laughs> right. ah. I'm just oh, saying. Okay, I got questions. You need to read that article in that study. Is that Absolutely. the last hot topic, or you got? No, no. Most importantly, American Horror Story Apocalypse happened. Oh, yes. oh my God! It was a setup for next week, but yes. bitch, it was a setup. Do you hear me? Yes. And not set up by Todd. It was set up by the Supreme has a plan. <laughs> the Supreme has a fucking plan. And I'm absolutely here for it. I'm so ready to see the upcoming battle. I don't think we're gonna see it until like the last two episodes, mm-hmm. but they are building towards it. Um, I want the black girl to become the next supreme, but I don't have much hope. Gabrielle Sidibay? No, they gonna kill Gabrielle Sidibay. The other black girl. girl. Wasn't she in Queen Sugar? Oh, the mama from Queen Sugar. No, no. Just the girl from True Blood. No, she's not in this. One with that horrible accident accent. Oh. Yikes! Who are you talking about? Oh, you talking about the, the mama for, of the girl from True Blood? Yeah, Adina she's Adina Porter. She yeah. plays Beverly Hope. Yeah, she's this woman. woman. Yeah, that's what I'm talking uh-huh. about. She didn't play I think, True was Blood that, too. Um, that was the gay boys. That was his the mama. first gay boy. We ain't seen him since like episode um, one or Lafayette's two. Lafayette's mama. Did she play Lafayette's mom on True Blood? Yeah, I think. But yeah. she also played the gay boys' mama on this one, oh, like that did? first gay boy that was in um, the Skinny. I don't know if you remember the skinny. Oh, I do, but mm. anyway, um, I want her to be the next supreme, but unlikely. Okay. Um, Dicka Slay. Yeah, I want her to come out of nowhere and clear the fuck out of Michael Landon's wig. Like obviously it's a wig. Cause when he went and got the girl, um, and then he came back, and then she was like, "Oh, he just set me up because he did all of these things." Mm-hmm. And so the war is on. I was so gagged. I was like, why was everybody so gagged? <laughs> and I was like, of course, this is why everybody was gagged. Then I felt gagged as well. Then I was like, oh my gosh, I got to go to work in 15 minutes. <laughs> Let me <Wow. laughs> put this gag back together. Wow. Gag reflex. Because okay. sober October has me waking up before my alarm clock. Workout. So it. it's really weird. I get to like watch a show or uh, get on my Vista mm. or something. Okay. Yeah. Well, if it's not going to be Beyonce, my money is on Coco the Gluten Detective. Um, what? <laughs> Coco the Gluten Detective. She, on the last episode. Of oh, oh, American Horror Story. <laughs> yeah. We're still on Horror Story. Okay. That was like, show. I'm confused. She um, became a witch because she, her brother was about to eat something with gluten in it. And she swiped it out of his face. And then they later found out her brother had a gluten allergy. And then so all the ladies at um, the bougie um, 90210 <laughs> golf courses and stuff wanted to use her to detect if something had gluten in it because it said gluten free on the label, <laughs> but I feel like there's gluten in this. <laughs> <I can't laughs> but you got to see the way it. I have to go back happens. and watch American Horror Story. I stopped when they. What was the season where they were in a hotel? 
Oh yeah, yeah. understandable. A lot of people did. Understandable. I stopped there. And I Very understandable. Um, <laughs> the important part to take away from this last episode was the commentary on white women enabling the Antichrist to Amen. rise to power. Amen. Because. When I tell you Ryan Murphy wrote this shit, he's intertwined. He stirred the motherfucking pot, bitch. He got the, he got the White women enabled the fucking Antichrist to be there in the fucking season. And if that is not art imitating reality, mm-hmm. I don't know what is. He did it last season of Pose, and then he, Ryan Murphy then came over here to this show. Like, oh, y'all gonna get some Trump shade. I got some. I love yeah. it. <laughs> I can't wait till Pose comes Oh, white women. What'd you like about Pose? I just loved it. I thought it was a great story and they really like expanded upon the character development. Mm-hmm. Like I like that I got to see people's like a whole story arc, like a whole So how do we get straight women more interested? Straight women and straight men, because well Ooh. I don't know well, how we're gonna get straight re- <laughs> blogged on Instagram. Including okay. about the the women's rights and the women's movement. We were excited about LeBron doing that in previous episodes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So how how else do we get straight people to want to watch polls when they come back on season two so we don't get canceled for season three? Oh my god! Oh goodness, hmm, that's a good question. When I saw it, I just was so interested. Like I like it looked so dope. I couldn't imagine not watching it. Right. Watching it, yeah. especially with the who was it, Billy Porter. Like his and vo- Billy voice. Porter, Billy Porter showed the fuck up on, he, on American Horror Story this season. So that's why. Oh, I need to watch that. Oh, yeah. Okay, because I love him. So like, you love to be a reporter. Okay. Yeah, and then I had um, seen what prior to Pose coming out, you know, and Ryan Murphy putting this um, show together or whatever his involvement was. Netflix was um, uh, running uh, Paris is Burning. Work. Mm. And so I had heard about that documentary, but actually never watched it about ballroom culture. So I watched that before Pose dropped. Okay. Um, so I just go down my own rabbit holes. Um, watch the house next. I just think, okay, yeah. I'll have to watch that. I just think that for some reason, people feel like certain personal attributes make it seem like there's no common ground you could connect on. And I felt like there was plenty to connect on when I was watching Pose. Relationships, wanting to, wanting to belong, you know, um, complicated, um, you know, connections with your family being poor, being homeless, uh, uh, getting you know, an opportunity, getting opportunities, making them like wanting to be loved. Like those are universal themes that I was just like, I can find shit to relate to in this. Everybody I, should. Yeah. So I would hope that people understand that I, for some reason, I don't know why people always assume that if you know that there's like LGBTQ themes or characters, actors, whatever, that somehow you can't relate to it. I felt the same way around Moonlight. And people mm-hmm. were like, oh my goodness. And I was like, it's a coming of age story. Yeah. A lot of the similar things. I could totally relate to this. It was a coming of age story. So Fighting in school. Your mama on crack. <laughs> Look, coming of age anybody. story. <laughs> Appealing like a drug. A father figure. Your local drug dealer looking out for you because they see potential figure. in you. Yeah. Because <laughs> that really like, was his father figure. And that nigga was yeah. a better father figure than most fathers. Yeah. I actually learned from Moonlight. He said, hey, don't sit with your back to the door. When he told the little five-year-old boy that, I was in the laundry room um, in my apartment building this weekend. I was like, oh, shit, I'm sitting with my back to the door. Let me turn around. (laughs) Blue told me. (laughs) So, like, I just hope that people will understand that. And I think that would be a great starting point, that there is commonality there. You know, that should be shared. And I think it is awesome. Yeah, I agree. Moonlight, masterpiece. Um, Pose, masterpiece. Masterpiece. 
And if you have not checked out the house, the house also um, gives you more of like the a documentary series. feel mm-hmm. of what Pose really is in real life with the real people that are doing it now. Now. So, because like Paris yeah. is Burning is like 80s. <laughs> 70s and 80s. It was filmed in like 89 and it came out in 90. Yeah. Okay. Um, But the Pepper LaBeija story started in the 70s. But um, the house gives you what it looks like in 2017 and 2018. And there's still so so many of the same problems and more drugs and more HIV involved. So check out the house. Mm. Oh, wow. Thank you guys so much for leaving us reviews on Apple Podcasts. Um, open your purple app, search for our name here for it, and click write a review. We got one 21 hours ago that says five stars. Good chemistry between the two guys. A, a plus for anyone looking to listen to interesting gay banter. So shout out to us. Um, a Hispanic listener, it says excellent podcast by ASANS20. It says, I became a fan of this podcast over a year ago, and each week I look forward to a new episode. These guys are funny and always do a great job talking about different topics such as health and politics. Thank you guys so much for leaving us those um, reviews. And do I go into hot? hot No, no, no. I got sexual health next. Um, Not me. (laughs) (laughs) So last week we talked about flaccid penis. Oh, we did? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Um, and so I wanted to expand on that conversation by going into. It's getting hard now. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's getting hard. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Putting in my proctitis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why you got proctitis. Oh my god. Wear me out. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, it wears you out. It wears you out. <laughs> Literally. Um, growers versus showers. I'm a grower. Bless your heart. Thank you. Personally. You're more of a shower. I'm both. Oh, okay. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't say grower versus shower, then you just said that you were both, so... I'm both. You didn't I'm know. a shower, and then it grows, it grows. more. Okay. There's more. Oh, my There's gosh. More. I wouldn't know. Jazz, do you know? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so don't DM us. Right. <laughs> What about icebreakers? Send. What's the dumbest question we get asked? And if my dumbest question I get asked is about his his penis. his Superman Junior. Oh, yeah. What's the dumbest question you get? Oh, for, uh, who are you here with? Yeah, who am I here with? What's you said I'm here with everybody. I'm here with everybody. I'm <laughs> I'm with the community. <laughs> um, I love it. So growers versus showers. Uh, flaccid penis, erectile length, and erectile penis length are two different things. Who? Erectile penis length and flaccid penis length. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So there are two different things. Erect a lot of penis, right. And right, right, right. Uh-huh. Um, so there was an article written on the Thrillist where two u- urologists were interviewed and they talk about growers versus showers in mm-hmm. depth. Oh. Um, a lot of the details they were talking about were that it's mostly genetic and or the effects of gravity over time. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> gravity pulling a dick. Oh yes. Oh yes. Like, uh, so when I get sixty, and y'all see this dick, dick print out here on the floor, woo! by my knee, I'm like daddy, um, <laughs> you got an underwear? <laughs> daddy, That's a real question. Don't put on some underwear. That's a real question out here. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so I think it's important because a lot of times we see these dicks, whoa, on the internet that may be misrepresented. Hmm. 
and do not allow these people to misrepresent the dicks to you. Um, the two urologists <laughs> talked about um, gray sweatpants season out here. Yeah. Oh, it's here. Sundress season is over. What does that mean? Sundress season is over. It's sweatpants season. It's our time Man, to shine. you're up. Yeah. Yeah, it's our time to shine. Let's okay. see. Until basketball, basketball shorts. Um, yes. But they talked about and referred to um, the studies that show that when you don't use it, you could lose it or damage the collagen fibers that make erect- erections possible. Mm. So, um, one is genetic. So, even if it's not technically your daddy that gave you the shower dick that you think that you have, it could be your granddaddy. Your grandmama's the baby. <laughs> 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 it could be it could be a lot of people in your gene, in your genealogy that could have given you the shower or the grower that you have, mm-hmm. but realize that there's a difference between the two. Um, the re- the study also referenced, um, like I said, if you don't use it, you could also damage the collagen fibers that make it grow eventually. Amen. So to um, my asexual people out there, use your penis sixteen times a month for prostate health. Use your penis. <laughs> Use your penis. Yeah. Um, that is sexual health this week. Use your penis. So are asexuals attracted to themselves? Like are they do they still They're attracted to no one? They're right, that's what yeah. I'm saying. So yeah. I would imagine that's do they I'll... even find any joy in masturbating? I would say no. I wasn't sure if it was about attraction or sexual pleasure. I yeah, because they, they just don't even that part of the endocrine cycle doesn't happen for them. Yeah. And so they don't but I'm encouraging them yeah, to do. Just give it a try. You don't want this. You don't want to come out of asexuality and not get to have any sexuality. Mm. Yes, as a person with no sexual feelings or desires, it says without sexual feelings or associations. So, right. wow, that's weird. Well, it's different because I'm just like right. dick all the time, dick all the time with proctitis. But they're just like... <laughs> you and Jess. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like yeah, I would assume they would be um, indifferent about even masturbating. Yeah, they they don't even feel like being yeah. turned on to do that. Like but it's house. a natural function. It can be a natural function in more than one way, and definitely in this way. If you don't use it, you can lose it. Mm. They probably be like, yes. No, you don't. Wasn't using it anyway. Listen, don't be a eunuch. Why not? What? A eunuch? Well, eunuch is an extreme term. Just because you're asexual doesn't mean you're a eunuch. What's a eunuch? Eunuch is those servants that were in close proximity to like kings, queens, or whatever, and they would Uh be castrated. They didn't have it at all. They would castrate them if they were going to be serving in the palace. Yeah. What? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So don't be a eunuch. Don't don't be out here sacrificing your genitalia. So hold on, you guys. I'm about to say a prayer. God, please let my husband be tall because you know I'm six one, so he got to pick me up. So he's got to be at least six four. Wow. God, please let him be a strict top with no interest in bottoming. I know that that's rare in the DMV area. Ha! Um, <laughs> you need some Paulo. You need some Paulo Santo for this. Also, sage. Please let him have like medium sized hands because like I don't have a big butt but I just he just a little bit something to hold on to and I need him to be satisfied with that. So Amen. Oh sorry no <laughs> um, I'm still praying I'm here. Yeah okay so Sierra <laughs> and Megan Good and I was I was wondering if this should be my um social studies topic 
And then I saw um, someone's profile picture on Facebook this weekend was a gay couple. And he was saying, I pray to God to um, help me find someone. And so when the guy actually showed up and they got married, I was like, that is three couples who say that they prayed for their spouse and it became a reality for them. So should we also be, what are our thoughts about people who pray for a husband? I don't believe Megan good for not one fucking minute. I'm sorry. Did she pray for her partner? I don't believe. She's married to that pastor, right? Yeah. Devon Franklin. They was handsome. Fine. Well, okay. they was virgin. Saying, remove that all away. No, 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 that's a key Kevin. factor. <laughs> He's handsome. That nigga is fine. Where's that you're church? Sleeping, you're Where's sleeping, that church? We're sleeping next to each other for months. Maybe, was it up to a year that they were engaged and not fucking? Yeah. Allegedly? Because he was no. a pastor. He wanted to wait until marriage. And she said, cool. And no. then Sierra's boyfriend took a vow of abstinence in front of their church. I don't believe nothing. Russell um, Wilson. Wilson, Wilson took a vow of abstinence in front of their church. No, I'm sorry. Um, Somebody was riding that dick. I just don't believe it. You no, know, purity culture runs deep out here in these churches. Making Good says, so I was praying. She was praying about her emotional baggage and her damage. And she says, so I was praying about that. And then I started praying about my husband. And God told me flat out that Devon was my husband. So we're praying. There, people are praying. Sierra said that she um, my God called remembers her. praying for a God fearing man with a fun spirit who loves kids who could really truly take care of her. Because she I got was this very specific. <laughs> I was very specific because I do believe that you can have it all. So she prayed for. If you could pray, Jazz, to God for a man, what what would you? Do you want tall? Um, I'm I, only interested in you. <laughs> and what else did I pray for? And I pray for hand size. So you, <laughs> you can pray for something facetious. I think that it's possible that people try to set their intentions for what they want to manifest in their lives. Amen. I don't know that God answers those kind of prayers. Or my God. Maybe their God does. I don't know. I don't think it's like a genie. Right. The side of the asking for a wish and no, asking for very specific things mm-hmm. but I think it's okay to um, set your intentions around being prepared to mm-hmm. receive whatever good energy comes your way Okay. and what you hope that will be or what you're not willing to deal with so there's bits and pieces you can kind of sift out of what they both said but the, I, I don't know about this idea that God was talking to you maybe he does or she does God hasn't spoken directly God to is me. a woman Come on, Ariana. I'm just saying, I just, you know, sometimes I just feel like God, um, maybe things are ruled out. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, it's not future. So mm-hmm. it's got to be. So thank God it's not future. Right. It's not future. It's not this one. It's- but I think so oftentimes we have this vision of what the one quote unquote looks like. And then you can be placed in situations where there are perfectly good qualified men that you would have discounted because they didn't have no big ass hands. Mm-hmm. The nigga wasn't six four. He didn't have ten inches of dick. You'd have missed he your goddamn blessing. Well. You'd have missed your right. goddamn blessing that God sent you because you talking about big hands. Right. Compatibility is so much more and than God, so God like sent that. me a verse. He God sent you a, he sent you a verse a few times actually. <laughs> God did send me a verse. He what is God trying to tell you? Yes. Okay, like, what know. is God trying to tell you? Thank you. I have been saying that for years. 
What's okay. the universe Great. trying but to tell I you? Do, <laughs> I do like your point about um, setting what you are looking for. And mm-hmm. some people put it on a vision board and they put yeah. it on a poster and they put it on the wall. And some people use their spiritual journey through church to mm-hmm. speak things into their lives. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted us to have the conversation about how do we um, put into our own minds what we're looking for? Like, I know I want I want to get that job, and I know I'm hoping I get that position, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping I get that house, but am I too afraid to say to God, I want that man? Mm. Is that... Or even if it's not saying it to God, do I put it on my vision board? Mm-hmm. Or do I put it in my um, goals, my five-year plan, and my notes app on my cell phone? However <laughs> you set your purpose for yourself mm-hmm. are we currently <laughs> doing that thought we was on it too but i was like what's the purge that? or something but um how do we set our intentions set our intentions and are we too afraid to ask for a husband just like we ask for a career or ask for our mama to be okay after this stroke or how do we at what you know well, I'm asking for Odell Beckham to ride my face next. If that's the culture we're gonna be in, he's just, so cute. I just want him to ride, ride my face. Yeah, he's put that so on my adorable. vision board. Yeah, put that on your vision board. He's so adorable. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes when I think about my relationship, the spiritual relationships I have with my higher beings that I believe in, mm-hmm. um, that's not. I would hope that my faith is a little more developed than that. Right. Because what if you're disappointed? That's so, right? right. That's so superficial. So my, I always but think God, to myself that. Mm, but okay. what you are requesting from the universe and what it has in plant store for you could be two, two different, different things. things. That's what I'm saying. So I guess my, okay. my, my intention is to never be embittered by whatever I receive, mm-hmm. but to be prepared, whatever that could be. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I think instead of, I think you're more likely to attract things to yourself when you're not so much focused on the external and more on the internal. Right, and what the picture should look like. Because Gravity yeah. don't fuck his dick up, we just learned. So, so dick you know. can't be, then he might develop <laughs> proctitis front so end of these, it. Look, these superficial so elements. What is the mind giving up Right. Here? So then yeah. I start to think like, what? how do I get the, if I'm seeking companionship or relationship, mm-hmm. there's all these different ways you can get what you need without necessary that you can practice before the romantic relationship comes along yeah just fleet before you leave the house then there's that fleet before you meet because you never know when your blessing may be around okay the it could be real close real close and you don't want shit up the the shoot shit up the creek <laughs> <laughs> you don't want that fleet before you leave but the house. that's social studies this week um <laughs> pray for a husband What's next for songs for our souls? We got songs. Jazz has a mental health key. Oh, oh my gosh! What's my mental health key? There was so much I was thinking about. Okay, so my mental health key, or my suggestion to keep that mental health as healthy as possible, um, would be watching out for things like compassion fatigue. Um, that was something I was exposed to when I was a social worker, where you kind of had this secondary trauma from witnessing, hearing about, caring for someone that's experiencing some big type of trauma. Caring for your mom after a stroke or mm-hmm. working in HIV and you constantly mm-hmm. seeing people come in their tests will come back positive. Mm-hmm. You love the community. Mm-hmm. Please. Yes. Or being on Facebook or Instagram and seeing stories about people being assaulted, violated, harassed, murdered, all of that kind of stuff. And this mm-hmm. morning um, when I was just uh, perusing my timeline, There was so many people posting. There was an article being posted about sexual assault. 
There was another article I saw posted about um, an incident that happened during H Street Festival. And it became Damn. so overwhelming that I was just like, oh, I got to snooze them, snooze them, snooze them. Because I recognize when those kind of things are starting to jeopardize my own mental health mm-hmm. um, and when I'm triggered. So my suggestion would be know that compassion fatigue or secondary fatigue is real. To never be afraid to admit that you're sensitive to certain things or they impact you a certain way and to watch out for those triggers. And three, it's okay to like take a break from social media or take a little hiatus from certain like sensational news stories mm-hmm. if you need to care for yourself. So those will be my keys. God bless you. Work. She got the keys saying. to the building. She said snooze these hoes. Snooze. <laughs> Mute. Oh. <laughs> and if you really got to unfollow, delete, unfriend, that. burn the friend contract, do all those things to protect your space, all your energy, and your your peace. Mm-hmm. If you got right. to, you got to. Shit, you can unfollow. You can follow them back one day. Right. Them niggas ain't you going to hang nowhere. out with them later. Um, we had a question this week from a very very dedicated listener, mm-hmm. uh, listener sizzle dot fit. On Instagram and on Twitter. Yeah. Um, had a really important question about a topic that we brazed over a couple episodes ago about white men fetishizing black dick. <clears throat> I am a white gay male who only finds black men sexually attractive and could ever and could never see myself with a white person in long term Mm -hmm. yes i will see an attractive white gentleman and find him attractive but that's about as far as it goes interracial dating can be complex at times so meeting the few men who get it is a breath of fresh air however that's not normally the case living in the south he's coming from nashville tennessee the battle seems to be against other white gays who objectify black men and only want to live out their bbc fantasies Mm -hmm. they will hit them up at 1 a.m for a fuck and then avoid them in public Mm. Truth. This sounds like Nashville to me. I meet more and more guys who I feel like I have to explain that I'm not one of those. I, the only, he missed the word there. The only way I know to put is that I simply love black people. I grew up in a town of hateful white people who didn't like anyone who wasn't straight and looked like them. Truth. This was and is not who I have ever been. I say all that to ask, could we have a conversation about this? If you have already, point me into the direction of the episode two episodes ago. So, um, I'm gonna open the floor up to our panelists, oh. our guests, <laughs> Look at our stars, <laughs> to answer the question. Ask the question. Um, <laughs> no, at the end, read the last said, part at the end. So he wants I, he wants enlightenment about um, loving black men, but not being counted among the white men that objectify black men as a fetish so there are so he's a white man he's a white man that feels like he loves black people okay. not just black men not just black it's dick. not a fetish for him just stay true to yourself and over time it will show um it, you just have to you just have to continue to be yourself and it'll show over time time will prove it he's living like in a culture though like you oh. you're from memphis you know what Nashville gives, mm-hmm. and so the black people stay over here. The white people stay over there. Uh-huh. He wants to be over here in the black spaces, but doesn't want to look like somebody that's just thirsty for black dick. Well, I I still like if you enjoy going to play and um right going on the black side, 
where the music and the drag show is going and having fun, then continue to do that. I, it, uh, over time, people will grow to know you and they will see like, oh, well, he didn't just come over here during Pride and scouting. He comes and parties every week with us. And so it doesn't look as cliche when he comes to visit. Right. But you disagree with them out over time? No, I agree. Okay. I don't know. I'm just asking. I don't know. Yeah. Jazz? I'm I'm confused. I'm trying to figure out why he would think someone would believe he's fetishizing black dick. Because it's a lot of them to do. It's a lot. I know. I know that it is. But your behavior would demonstrate to me otherwise. Like if you are, like the context he provided about his upbringing, um, and how things are so segregated, and you stay mm-hmm. over here and don't, you know, you don't commingle. Mm-hmm. Like, but but I hope he's not doing that. So if he's staying in these spaces that are of mixed race with, you know, blacks, whites and everything yeah. where everyone's commingling, I would just think it would be a natural evolution of the relationships you're forming and the social spaces you're in. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm trying to figure out why he like, is it just a preference or the way he even stated his question just sounded kind of like he's he's concerned it's concerning to you he i think he he's sounding concerned yeah it's but it's sounding like but you receive are you doing something yeah Yeah, i'm just kind of like well what do you think yeah i think the black i think the black man is what's making him concerned as well as the white men because the white men are like why are you hanging out over there in the black club? Like, oh, you should be over here with us. What's the other one? Like two clubs up mm, from play. I don't know the name of it. But I don't know. That's the one I, where I don't like, go. Mm. Um, but that's like how the white gay community is working. Like, mm-hmm. why are you not over here with us? Why are you down the street with the niggas? Because they're thinking in their mind, but they're not saying it. Um, mm. And why are you just over there and not just getting just dick? Like you, you hanging out with them? You, what is this? You, like you got friends? You got black friends? Like, yeah. what do you mean you're not just fucking them and not talking to them in public? What's that? Uh, so that's the background I think that he's talking about. Oh, okay, oh, okay. My my answer to that um, is be the Eminem of your community. Shut. Because what does that mean? Because in Detroit, I don't know about the rest of the, the country. I don't know about the rest of the world. I can't speak for them. Okay. We do not look at Eminem the same way that we look look at other white people it just don't happen eminem is a nigga to all of us in detroit shut your face he is he is <laughs> problematic fucked up all of the above just like all the rest just of like us. just like other just niggas like he's still white though still white i don't disagree but we look at him differently we don't look at him as someone that's coming into the culture to take from the culture he's a part of the culture because he grew up in the culture and so you have to also exhibit those same things that you're not just coming to the culture for the dick. You're coming to the culture because you love the culture. You yeah. also have to be a part of black rights, black gay rights. Be involved yeah. in all of it. Don't be just involved at the club. What are you doing in the community? What are you doing with your black friends? What are you doing um, for their voting rights? What are you doing for Black Lives Matter? Be involved in all of that. And then people can look at you and take you seriously as someone that is interested in black people and not just black dick. Because they turn the music off at the club and still tell us to go vote and say fuck Trump. And if you're passionate about those things, then you should be able to um, come to the mic and say like, hey, I apologize. There are so many people who are just... There's a church There's a church in downtown <laughs> mm. D.C. that says we apologize for the uh, white privilege 
that has been exerted over black people. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, I, I, I need to find that church it's, it's, to take a picture of that sign. It's right, yeah. out, it's right outside of the church. Have you seen it? It's like I not far been. from Fireplace. Okay. Um, But they have a, a sign right that outside. one across the street because it's like an LGBT church across yeah. the street behind Fireplace. Yeah. And so they have a sign that says that they apologize Logan for Park. Logan Circle. I don't know. Logan Circle area? Yeah. Okay. In that area. Mm-hmm. But there's a church over there that says that. And so when, when you see that, you feel, I feel, and I don't even want to go to church. I feel like, let me go check that out. Yeah. Because if they already have that thought process that, listen, the white church has propagated white patriarchy and misogyny for a long time. The least we can do is apologize for it publicly before you even come in here. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And so no one's saying that you have to be an apologist purely, but you do have to be a part of the process and a part of the struggle if you want to be accepted. You can't be outside of the classroom trying to get into the classroom and you ain't got no ticket um sit we were supposed to introduce the segment send your listener <laughs> questions to us here for it pod at gmail.com or to any inbox where you can find us on social media this week i came across a headline it says i was reported to police as a quote agitated black male end quote for simply walking to work um, a black guy at the University of Massachusetts Amherst was walking across campus um, when a bystander called the police. The anonymous person said that there was a black male who appeared to be agitated and walking with a backpack that was almost touching the ground. So she, that person feared that there was weapons in it. What? When the black man got to work, two university detectives sat me down in the office and closed the door. Bewildered, I asked what was happening. They refused to answer as they peppered me with questions. What time did you wake up? What were you doing at the campus recreation center? Did you come into the building agitated? I felt confused and scared. No, he said, I felt confused, powerless, and scared. But I made sure to maintain my composure. I remembered that even unarmed black people disproportionately get killed during police encounters and it was incumbent on me as an innocent black man to show that I wasn't a threat. I'm not here for that. Also, the nine-year-old in New York City that was at the bodega um, and his backpack grazed that white woman's butt as he was trying to walk out the store and she swore that the... um, child had sexually assaulted her stood outside for 17 minutes and ranted and raved the little boy and his sister crying that they did not do anything anything to to that woman she stood firm outside their bodega that that she was sexually assaulted the police came out the footage was released there was somebody standing really close to the door Mm -hmm. which is also closed by the register so the little boy the little boy was trying to get between the person who was in the way at the door and between the woman at the register and his backpack grazed her backside. So just thank God for video cameras. Yes. Not here for it. I think I have compassion fatigue. Look. <laughs> um, the other story. But, but no, the important part of that was the white ally that checked that bitch right afterwards and said, you're calling the police on a child for what? He didn't do Nine any- years old. He didn't do anything to you and you're oh. calling the police for what? And so again, that's what an ally looks like. Someone Man. that is using their white privilege to stand in a place of power against 
racism. The consequences for her actions, though, because she's already inflicted trauma upon him. Yeah. By having him be so scared. And they had her back in the bodega when they were showing the footage and she got to watch it. The news came. The entire community showed up. Of course. They was loud and Like they just did with the other guy that got murdered in their corner store and they shut the whole damn store down. Yes. New York don't play. Like, they was like, that's what, and you can hear one of the women saying, like, no, we show up for our community. We here. Watch the tape. And she was like, oh, oh, yeah. I guess I'm sorry. But and it's just like. And a business day later. Day. Now she wants to recant the story, but the story has already gone nationwide. Yeah, you've already called the, top, the cops on The him. top 5 p.m. and the top 10 and 11 p.m. news stories everywhere around the nation. You can't just say like, oh, I'm sorry, y'all. Horribly. That could have ended so horribly. The damage would have already been done. Like, it could have just escalated so quickly. If the police would have shown up, just when the police, it could have just. With Emmett Till, the white yes. woman said that, that Emmett did it. They beat him up, drug him down the street on the back of a truck, and hung him in the same evening. Yes! So there wouldn't be time to it review a tape in the next business day to recant. Baby, well, and what? she recanted. She, oh, her you know, she's, still alive. she's still alive. She's the mother of the governor for... um. I thought she did that on her deathbed. No! She's still alive. And her nephew is the governor? Of what? Where? Alabama? Mississippi, I feel like. One I of. swear, I, I lied to you not. She is still alive, y'all. I don't know. There's I, a And there's a play actually coming out about her. Someone just wrote a play, play about her story and about, I don't know, whatever the hell. Somebody's supposed to be putting a movie together. The guy with the lights eyes on um, Grey's Anatomy who got the BT award, but then it turns out that he's beating his wife or something allegedly child i'm reported by according to <laughs> child i'm not here for it. i think i have i think i am developing compassion fatigue because i was writing my here for a segment i was like i got so much shit that i'm not here for and it has a running theme <laughs> well i hope so. you saved one of them for actually uh when we get to here for it that would be dope that is the here for it this we my... have not done a song for our soul yet shit <laughs> well child that was my mm. okay i'm glad i got that out the way I'm ready to drink, okay? Wow. Sober October. Wear me thin. This week in Songs for Our Souls. Okay. Sorry, Jess. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I want to reiterate that music saves lives. Amen. Um, This rock jam has moved mountains for me, and I think that it's probably been a song for my soul in the last 83 episodes that we've done, Uh, but it's the song for my soul again because it's still relevant it's still purposeful and it's still useful um if you've never heard this song go take a listen i know that it's not going to be everybody's cup of tea because everybody doesn't like rock but i'm very eclectic and i like all kinds of things Mm. um i don't want to change the world i just want to leave it colder light the fuse and burn it take the path that leads to nowhere all is lost again, but I'm not giving in. I will not bow. I will not break. I will shut the world away. I will not fall. I will not fade. I will take your breath away. That song is I Will Not Bow by Breaking Benjamin. It's a rock classic. It's an amazing, amazing, amazing song. It does wonders uh, to bring your spirits up. To make you want to work hard in the gym, get to work early in the morning, um, fuck really hard if you're going to do that to the music. Thanks. Um, all kinds of different things. So if you don't know the song, 
go check it out. It is a great, great mental health boost. I love it. It anytime that I feel despair, I will not bow. Breaking Benjamin. The song for my soul this week is by Damian Crawford, who's a gay um singer. And he has a song called Get Your Shit Together. <laughs> Verse one. You see me on your timeline, you be like, damn, he's fly. And then he starts talking about the person wants to get to know him and be all up in his DMs and stuff. But when he comes to their profile, they don't be looking as fly as he be looking in his pictures. And, you know, they get some things that they need to get in order. So, um, Damien Crawford said, get your shit together. If you want to be together, go get your shit together. Because mm. he got his shit together. And some, I was like, yeah, read. Yes. Don't come over here dropping my property value. <laughs> Mm. So yeah, please have your shit together before you slide in somebody DMs and um, get embarrassed. Yep. Song for my soul. I have a song for my soul. Come through, yay! You fake. <laughs> <laughs> this sound is so fake. I'm just going to go into the lyrics and then I'll tell you who okay. it's by. Get out the way! Get out the way! Get out the way! Get out the way! Get the fuck up out my way! Quavo wrote this. You either with me or against me, ho. <laughs> You either with me or wow. win, 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 win. Fuck everything else. Win, 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 win. These niggas ain't shit. Oh, wow. Win, 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 win. Stop chasing that bitch. Oh. Win, 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 win. Ah, City Girls. Do you know this song? By J Rock and Kendrick Lamar. Okay. Oh, all right. It's actually one of my favorite songs. I hip hop head in the house. All right. All right. I, when I'm running. Uh huh. Like. Encourage you to win. It does, but it starts out with get get up get out by my way. So like when I'm passing people on the left. Oh, I'm gonna need that. I love it, and it just motivates me right now. It really speaks to my soul. What's the name of it again? Win by J Rock. All right, featuring Kendrick Lamar. Work out. Just saying. Let's do a 5K. I'm just saying. Wow. I'm about to go do one right now. I'm not doing one tonight. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What's you are here for? Because I did my. (laughs) I already did my here for it. Um. The Christian church um, will not allow me to take my foot off their neck for whatever reason. Uh, and this week will be no different. Amen. I am mm. absolutely not here for evangelist um, Priscilla Shear, mm. who um, described herself as not a black woman. Uh, she was previously giving comments, basically doing a TED talk of sorts, uh, where she was basically saying she's not a black woman. She's a Christian woman first. She was born a Christian woman. Mm-hmm. No, you weren't. I'm sorry. At all. At all. It's not how any of this works. Nope. Not at all. She's a prolific speaker, quote unquote. Uh, she wrote uh, the War Room movie from 2015. Nobody saw that. I didn't see that. Um, her comment was, I don't want black, my race, to be the describing adjective, the defining adjective as a woman. While crying. I am not a black woman. I am a Christian woman who happens to be black. Mm. It's going to be that I am a woman who believes in every single thing that my God has declared to be true. And I will stand firmly on the promises of his word because I will be girded in his truth. That sounds really righteous and um, upright and church mothery and things, but it is all factually incorrect. Um, we've heard the word horse faced 
used in social media this week and by your president it was describing the wrong person this is a horse-faced lying wrong bitch you wow. are not the b-word bo- it's <laughs> this strong i'm just saying this is, go ahead i'm listening to you i believe you I'm, are not born knowing you are a christian you are born knowing bottles are coming your way you're gonna suck thumbs you're gonna cry often um someone may pick you up someone may point a tv in your direction someone may give you juice these are things that you know when you are born you do not know that you are a christian you are taught to be a christian there are billions of people on this whole planet that are not taught the same things that you were taught and it is very self-serving and self-righteous to believe that everyone should think the same way that you should because you were taught that oh wow the race that you are when the police pull you over is not Christian because the same Christian guns that they shoot th- these black people with is the same ones they will shoot your ass with because you think you're not black mm. what race was the Lord and Savior that you claim to follow was he someone that shied away from his heritage mm. I think not he was the kind of person that upheld his heritage that was willing to die for his heritage. Mm. So who do you follow? Who do you represent? Mm. So your gripe with her is because she identifies as Christian first, or your gripe with her is because I don't know. What is your She's she's making being a black woman other. Oh, okay. And being a Christian woman first. Well, I identify as gay first before I identify as black. Like the things that I care about in my life, I care about gay issues first. Black issues, cool. Not black gay issues. Are they one in the are gay issues and black gay issues? Is there any difference there? No, they're both marginalized communities. So I I I've picked a marginalized community that I that's that I care about that needs me more, and so I'm I care more about it. But it seems like when with a Christian woman, your gripe is because she's she's aggressively she's shitting on saying me. that black is second instead of like identified that I am Christian she's and like, I am black. The, the gripe is it just seems like she's trying to put black like not in the trash but sitting next to the can. No, she's putting black in the trash because she's saying I'm okay. not a black woman, I'm a Christian woman. It's okay. the difference when she if she would have said I'm a Christian black woman Two different things. Okay. I would have still had an issue with that, but this is worse because she's putting her identity as a black woman uh-huh. in the trash for the identity to just be a Christian woman. Oh, okay. Because just being a Christian woman, that's what sure. white women do. I'm Christian. Yeah. Women I'm the default. To be in the house and not speak and not have jobs. And so if you're a Christian even... woman, how you got a TED talk? When the police pull even... you over, when the police pull you over, they don't ask you if you're Muslim if you Hindu, if you Christian, if you atheist, you're a black woman when they fucking pull you over. Be a black woman now. Even at the hospital, we aren't allowed to ask people their religion. Unless it's they so, it's so interesting. Our resident black woman. <laughs> I know, right? I'm just listening. It just sounds like a lot of self-hatred. Yes. Yeah. So, like, one of her statements in that particular interview was that she said she felt like religion supersedes politics or identity yeah. politics and things uh-huh. like that. And um, that's just really... Ill-informed. Quite. Okay. Um, I don't want to. I would be weary of 
I don't, I do personally don't want to be, but I would encourage her to be extremely weary of being attached to anything that requires you minimize such an important part of yourself. Uh Um, If you are viewing blackness as bad, um, other, um, weak, lacking power, lacking uh, culture, um, just... Then lacking status, status. then 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 you just I'm believe led to believe you just hate blackness. Period. Right. right? Um, And you know there were some other Christian artists that were encouraging her statements. They happened to be white as well, and I found that really whack as hell. Like they were echoing her sentiments, as if as if race and religion haven't made strange bedfellows. As if religion and race haven't been used to oppress people um, as if race um, separate from religion has full on lived in experiences that you can't deny for the sake of choosing to identify uh, with one particular religion. So I feel like that's ridiculous. I feel like she needs to um, do some research. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, it's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous um, that someone would say something like that, especially a Christian woman. When you think about how Christianity, especially evangelicals, white evangelicals. How they still beat your ass over the head with their Bible today. And tell you that, that, oh God. Come on. Don't get me. Let it out. They're just, you know, they put these parameters and barriers and obstacles up um, about what constitutes salvation or worthiness or holiness. Um, And a lot of those things, when you just, boil them down they read as like white heterosexual male oh cis anything other um than who she embodies then you gotta ask for forgiveness if you anything else out of that on the face so it's just like what are you even talking about fuck her it's not progressive and I know some people think it is when they say things like that you don't transcend race that's not how any of this works that's not how this country works you just don't it ain't work like that then. It don't work like it now. It Somebody sent her a real TED talk. It doesn't. Poor little Tink Tink. <sighs> the self hatred is what real. It's Bless very real. Her. Okay. Well, we have gotten to our last calls. <sighs> Do you have anything that you're here for or not here for this week? What am I here for this week? Um, I'm here for Libra season. Work. I need you guys to understand. We are the best sign. Here we go. In the zodiac. Uh, 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 uh. I'm sorry. Shout I'm out to Tony Michelle Braxton. Yeah. That's my favorite Libra. Really? She's a Libra? Cardi Absolutely. B should be your favorite Libra. I, wow. She just got here. I know she is. <laughs> she just got here. I love her though. My Dominican sister be doing some shit though. She did. Loud and wrong. Ooh, a little problematic, but she young. Yeah, so young. you're here for Libra season. All right. Well, shout out to Libra season. Shout out to Jazz. Thank Double you. Word. So again, we've gotten to our last call portion. We're going to take a shot. If you have some alcohol available to you, take salud. a shot with us. Salud, salud, salud. I've been waiting. Come on. Um, wow. Mm. Brown liquor. Y'all got me drinking Hennessy. Yeah, I do. The brown liquor report. Yes. Make sure y'all check them out on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Yes. On Facebook, follow us on Instagram. Oh, y'all have an Instagram? Shut it. Well, I know you have an Instagram. <laughs> I, know, right? I know, I'm just being. It could be better curated, a little more active, but it's there. We're posting episodes there and little blurbs. Brown Liquor Report? Yes, at Brown Liquor Report and Be Liquor Report on Twitter. My last call this week, um, as I guess I wrote this while I was in my um, 
<laughs> compassion spiral. <laughs> Shout out to all black people who are doing their best to remain calm in these bodegas, in our apartment building lobbies, on the train, and just taking our cameras out. Oh, that's the other story. That man had swiped his key fob and was about to go in the building. Yes. And then realtor um, Rebecca was <laughs> following him. Popped up at the door. Um, well, if you live here, you should just swipe your fob again so I can see it. What's your apartment number? If you don't get the whole hell <laughs> out of my face. If you don't get your monkey foot self out horse of this face. lobby. If you don't get your horse face <laughs> Built ass away from me. <laughs> then she followed him on the elevator. No, when she was downstairs at the door, she said, sure, that's fine. You can record me. And then minutes transpired. Then they're on the elevator going up. Oh, you had that camera in my face. I did not authorize you can record me. White lady, you did when we was downstairs. You was telling me I need to swipe my key fob she again. Done lost her so job, prove man. something to you. Now she done lost the job. <laughs> well, at first, the, the her job has said, we are currently investigating the matter. No, y'all don't put out a statement until y'all release the firing. So I was nervous when they put out the we're investigating thing. But just shout out to all black people. We are here going through it. You look like an a, a agitated black man. And I know I have wrist and bitch face. And I sashay really fast. So um, And I carry a backpack. So if I have wrist and bitch face, walking fast, got a big backpack because I'm carrying my podcast equipment in it. I don't need somebody at the Metro reporting me to the Metro Police because when Metro Police walk up to me, I'm going to be the loudest queen. It's just my nature. Um, I don't have nice things to say. I do not appreciate being approached in this manner. No, I will not sit down. No, just start the hashtag now because, girl, I'm not that girl. Tweet at these two men to him to get down to whatever Metro station I'm at because it's going down. And he from Detroit. You don't <laughs> want him to come down. So, um... Y'all, please, just shout out to all the black people out here and going through the struggle. My last call this week Ooh, is to the Afro-Brazilian woman who is the first trans person... <laughs> <laughs> she is the first trans person elected to state congress in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Erica Mal- Malanguino. All right. I'm going to fuck that up a little bit. Mm. Malanguino um, is the first... LGBT person to be elected to state office in Brazil. Come on. Brazil be having them problems with colors. All kinds of different colors, all types of different spectrums. Mm -hmm. They be having problems with LGBT shit, but they have an LGBT person Mm -hmm. elected as a congresswoman. Erica Melanguino. Okay. Um, She just got elected October 8th. She was a, a community activist and organizer. Um, she has been one of 50 people, 50 trans people that are running for office and the first one to be elected. The rest will we'll find out in November. But she's the first and hopefully not the last. She's a 36-year-old um, trans woman who is a single mother in a small household with her extended family. She's surrounded by a lot of African and indigenous culture people growing up those are her family thanksgiving Um, gonna be on fleek okay you i want the seasoning the seasoning first off it's brazil and it is afro thanksgiving down in brazil a reason to cook it's south Paulo. it's thanksgiving in america let's cook first off this right i was gonna say it's already gonna just be regular sunday down there it can be thanksgiving here i want to go down and eat 
Right. Well, <laughs> happy turkey mm. day. It's a lot of things to eat. It's a lot of things to eat in Brazil. Focus. I'm focused. Focus. She says we all knew we were black, but when we were, but when you're black in Brazil, you also suffer racism within the family. Malanguino told Afropunk we were always comparing who had the widest nose or the nappiest hair. Mm -hmm. Soon after finishing high school, Malangueno moved to Sao Paulo and began living as a woman. I was always trans. I was always living a gay life and always a trans life at the same time. Over the next decade, Malangueno earned several degrees. Several. And was married twice, former a former educator, and she is now working to fight Brazil's racism in the political sphere. My sister. Come on. That's awesome. Erica. Huh? Blazing Trails in Sao Paulo, Brazil. I am absolutely here for you. You are my last call this week. Thank you so very much. Yay. Oh, my last call. Oh. Come on. What's my last call? What's the last call? Your last call is um, we're going to do a pod fest Oh Next my year in 2019. Speak it into existence. Speak it from your lips to can God's ears. Can you pray ears. to God? Okay, you can't pray to yeah. God for that. <laughs> put <laughs> it on my your vision board and put it in your notes. Oh my gosh, that would be fantastic. I think, you know, Brown Liquor Report and Faith Uncut, our partners over there, um, and some of our, uh, here for it, some of our other podcast homies would, gosh, it would be great. The DMV podcast. Yeah. We're going to let it on fire. Next year. Let's do it. We're going to do it. So that is, that's Jazz's last call. <laughs> we are going to do a live show. Oh. Wouldn't that be fit? We're going to do it. We're going to do a live We're show. We're putting it on our vision board. Yes. We're going to do a live show. So if you love us, make sure you subscribe to us. Make sure you get over to Brown Liquor Report and subscribe. Yeah. Please. Yeah. That way you will hear what they're talking about ahead of time. So you will not be surprised. Yeah. Subscribe now so you can get your tickets yeah. next year. <laughs> okay. So everything, all the things we're doing. I really want that podcast conference to happen. We do not want our sales to look like the last Nicki Minaj album. <gasps> Which is actually platinum now. Save your shade. Is that it? is this week's episode. In what country? <laughs> In which country? In which country? <laughs> Shit is it only five. It only takes five hundred thousand in the UK. It's that's half of America. Platinum. But anyway, that is ask Quavo. Uh, that, it's can, platinum in UK. No, Quavo is <laughs> not platinum nowhere. Nicki oh, Minaj is platinum in UK. That was a long. It's certified trip. platinum by RAA. I would figure it would be in the UK because she canceled the American leg of her tours. And yeah, because Future was unavailable. They should sure, have bought sure. the album before the tour. Did they? Yeah. How did she not sell out the Barclays? In her own hometown. I don't know shit. Um, oh, the mother okay. girls was doing it and they didn't sell it out either. They had to I'll cancel just, that shit. The um, I was just asking about Nikki. Was Jermaine Dupree? I was just asking oh, that shit too. The culture currency 25th year Jermaine Dupree versus Nicki Minaj. Who should be selling out Barclays? At the end of the day, oh, Eric, oh Lord. nobody won. <laughs> nobody Rashida, won. This is- At the end of the day, <laughs> that baby is Kirk's. <laughs> the baby is Kirk that is and that is the full gag your, your grandma was the baby thank you guys so much uh, can't do that thank you for our guest host Jazz Hands thank you for joining us thank you for having me this was fantastic we'll, now I'm tipsy we'll yeah. see y'all next week bye bye, bye. bye.